Hi, welcome to Your Money Counts, a podcast from Marquette Savings Bank. I'm your host, Sean Fedorko. If you've listened to other episodes of this podcast, you may have heard us reference the term pre-qualification. In today's episode, we're going to break down what exactly it means to pre-qualify your mortgage. In order to do that, we're going to get to know a couple of our bankers here today. Uh, so they'll introduce themselves and they'll tell us their astrological signs and whether they actually kind of live up to that sign's predictions of what they'd be like. Okay, I'm Cora Mazina. I'm at the Albion office. I'm the branch manager and a loan originator, and I'm a Libra. And I probably am. A I Libra? Like, I like, I'm a lover, not a fighter, and I like everything kind of in balance. That's very much me. Perfect. And my name's Jennifer Bond, and I'm the manager and a loan originator at the Peach Street office. And I am an Aquarius. And um, I would say it's my I'm pretty true to form for an Aquarian. Okay, good. And as we go forward with this podcast, I just want everyone to know that at the time of recording, Mercury was not in retrograde. <laughs> so <clears throat> let's uh, let's just start with the basics here. Uh, me, I'm a Sagittarius, and all I know is that that's a crab. I think, right? I think it, it's a crab, right? Yeah, I don't. I'm not a crab. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> But, but okay, okay, but we're actually dealing with the nuts and bolts here. Now that we got the important stuff out of the way, I guess the rest is just jokes, right? Um, so, you know, a pre-qualification, right? When it comes time um, to a applying for a mortgage, what is pre-qualification? Go ahead and define it for me. We're not really pre-qualifying the mortgage itself, but we're actually looking at a kind of a snapshot of your financial situation. You're pre-qualifying me. Pretty much. Okay. Not as a Sagittarius. No, but, but as, as, a, as a home buyer. <laughs> as a home buyer, yes. Yes. Um, we're looking at, uh, we look at income, we look at credit scores, we look at what kind of bills you have now um, and what you'll have ongoing. Um, and not necessarily like utilities as such, but, um, you know, car payments, maybe school loans, uh, anything, any other personal loans, credit cards, things like that. And then we'll also ask you how much you've saved or, or if you're selling another home, um, you know, so that we know if you have a little money, a uh, little nest egg for closing if I, costs. If I own my car or if I lease my car, stuff like that matters Things like here. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes you'll have loans, uh, school loans that are in deferment or maybe have income-based payments. We'll, we'll ask information about that. But we're trying to get like a little snapshot of where you are right now so that we can do a calculation of how much you might be able to afford when you're looking for a home okay, and preparing so, for that mortgage. Well, then, I mean, I guess that's all helpful. But let's suppose I, you know, maybe I have a handle on my budget. Like, I think I do. Right. Good. And I, why do I still want to see what I pre-qualify for? Like, well, you know, even if I feel pretty confident that I can pay my bills and I, I know what I want to spend on a home, why might I want to pre-qualify if it's not required? Well, it, it isn't required. We don't require a customer to have a pre-qualification in order to apply for a mortgage. However, it's helpful to know what you can be pre-qualified for because you don't want to go out and look for a house that and shop for a house and get your heart set on a house that isn't maybe within your budget. And um, 
you know, I think it works both ways. I mean, there are times where customers might come in and they maybe they were looking uh, in a range in which they w- was lower what, than what they were actually pre-qualified for. And maybe they pre-qualified for um, a greater range or vice versa. It could go the other way. If a customer comes in um, and they're thinking that they're going to, you know, be shopping in a $200,000 range, but the maximum that we, we can pre-qualify them for is maybe 170, then it kind of puts things in perspective. Well, a pre-qualification, if I understand it, is like a snapshot. You know, this is what you could afford right now. And I got to imagine that some of those variables are more influential than others. So if I came in and got pre-qualified, is that also an opportunity to check and say like, well, if I, you know, came back in two months and I like took two months to sort of fix one or two things, does that help you kind of point out, oh, well, yeah, if you took care of A, B or C, you'd be in a much better position. Right. So pre-qualifying doesn't commit me to the loan, but it could actually open up the opportunity to find the home I want at a different price point. Or sometimes if there's a certain neighborhood that you want to live in and they are in the 200 range and you're only pre-qualified for 170, then we can help you to kind of give you an idea of where you'd need to be to get to that that home that you, the dream home that you're really looking for. So getting this help, do I have to come in and do it? Is this like a long meeting? Is this multiple people? Can I do it online? How do I? You can do either or. Um, You can certainly apply online if you're um, comfortable doing the online application. You can go right to the Marquette website and uh, there is a link right on the Marquette website to apply online. Or if you'd prefer to meet with someone one-on-one in the branch to talk about some of these things, to get some of your questions answered, then you can come into any of the branches and meet with a loan originator to complete the pre-qualification process. But regardless of which you do, you will always have the opportunity to talk to someone. Because if you apply online, it's going to get assigned to one of the loan originators, and then we will be in contact with you to talk to you about that process and answer any questions that you might have. Okay, so I'm going to apply online or I'm going to come in. Either way, I'm going to end up talking to somebody. What should I get together? So if somebody's listening right now and they've got a pen and paper, grab a pen and paper, pull out your you know notes app on your phone. What should they get together? Really, all they need is the, it, most of it they know already. And um, if you bring a couple pay stubs, sometimes if if you know what you make, then then we go just by your stated income. Well, but more you than what I make, right? Like, I mean, I got to have my W two. Like, I got to know how much I pay on my phone bill, my car, like all you know, that stuff. No. 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 Oh, okay. <clears throat> because, um, you know, most people have a general idea what your car payment is. Um, and, and when we do this, if you do it online, we're going to see your, you know, it's going to pull your credit report. So we're going to know exactly what your car payment is. We're going to know how many payments you've already made and how many you need to make, you know, before it's over. Oh, so I don't need to have like exact numbers. I paid $192 and 87 cents on my phone. Right. bill. I don't need to know that. You don't need to know that. I just kind of need to very know the simple. general range. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's not scary. It's very right. simple. And the liabilities that you have to list on the pre-qualification application are loans and credit cards. As far as like if you have a cell phone bill or if you have you know, a car insurance bill, those are not liabilities or payments that we list that are used in calculating your debt-to-income qualification number. The only liabilities that we look at are like I mentioned, like whether it's um, a student loan, car loan, personal loan, a credit card, those types of things are the things that we look at when we're calculating um, the number to determine the maximum 
the maximum purchase price do, do a maximum lot of, loan amount. Do a lot of people buy homes and still have a whole lot of student loan debt? Or do people sure. usually pay that off? For, yeah, almost all the time, you think? A lot of the millennials are buying homes. Yes. And they're all carrying some student loan debt, but uh, they can yeah. still afford a mm -hmm. home, a good oh, home. Oh, yeah. Right. And, it's, sure. and there are parents that have uh, helped their children with their student uh, loans and their <clears throat> financing of their education. So there, there may be some parents out there, too, that have student loans as well. So, okay, let's say I've submitted my pre-qualification application. Mm -hmm. How long do I have to wait before I hear back about kind of what I'm pre-qualified for? Sometimes if you're submitting it online, sometimes it can come back instantly. Uh, I would say um, the majority of times it, it depends. Sometimes it will come back instantly, but there are other times it's it's not going to. It's it's going to come back with a message saying that your pre-qualification application is in process and someone will be contacting you. And that is because we look at each and every application individually. So if you're doing it with any online, you know, it'll most online places are going to be yay or nay. You're going to find out instantly it's either going to be yes or no. At Marquette, you're either going to get yes or you're going to get it's in process. And then we are we are actually going to look and review at that. If I come into a location, am I going to find out before I leave or will I be contacted after I leave? Sometimes you could find out before you leave, but most times it's going to be after you leave. And, and you asked about a time frame. So to answer that question, it's typically about 24 to 48 hours. Oh, so yes. if I, even if I do have to wait, yes. it's going to be like it's quick. 24 so to quick. 48 hours, just a couple of days. Um, okay, so uh, we all kind of pay attention to our credit scores, or we should anyway. What if I have really good credit? Well, like, is that really advantageous? It's not too very bad. good. It, mm -hmm. it matters a lot. Mm -hmm. it, it does because, um, you know, as Cora mentioned, that when a customer completes the online application, um, depending on your credit scores and your repayment history on the different accounts that are on your credit report, um, it could enable you to have an immediate response that would indicate that you know the application was approved immediately. But um, if it's if it's not approved, you know, approved immediately. Um, we review every credit report on a case by case basis. And so, um, you know, we understand that there may be extenuating circumstances that we may need additional information about. If there's something that's showing up on a customer's credit report, you know, we do work very hard to try to work with customers if um, it's something that we uh, feel that, you know, is isolated and, you know, we we would have a comfort level in moving forward. So again, a lot of times we would ask a customer for a letter explaining the circumstance that might be out there on their credit report. Well, tell us a little bit more what, uh, what is on a credit report. So I mean, people may know that they have a credit score, but you know, if you're considering buying a home and credit score matters a lot, just give us a little bit more detail about what a credit report really is. Uh a credit report has, it's basically your financial history. It's your payment, how you pay your bills, but primarily it's going to be those loans and credit cards, student loans that we talked about. It's going to tell when the loan was originated, how much the payment is, how much the original balance was when you took it out, how much it is now, or with the most recent reporting, it may be a month or two behind, but, but it's going to give us a pretty good idea. 
And it's also going to show us how you've paid your bills, because that's what we're really concerned. We're not concerned so much with the actual number as we're concerned with the fact that you pay your bills as agreed. So it's going to show us that you pay your bills every month. And uh, it'll show us whether you're paying the minimum payment. In some cases, oh. it'll show us whether you're paying extra. Okay, so it's just time. literally a report card on how well you it's use credit. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. It'll show us if you're not paying them every month, too. It'll show us if there's been a 30 or a 60 or a 90-day delinquency, if payments haven't been made on time. Okay, so note to self, go, note pay, to self. go pay bills. Yes, important. very important. All right. Um, it'll also show if there's been, uh, you know, like we – we don't emphasize a lot with like utility bills, but if you've had like, a, say you had a cell phone that bill that was just kind of hanging out there and you didn't pay, it may show up. Um, and that may be something that we need you to pay. Okay. So especially so if you're looking So that's one at, of those things that you can fix. Right. You're looking ahead of buying a house. Go ahead and make sure all your bills are up to date. Everything's paid up. Um, you know, if you get a prequal and you, you need something cleaned up, this is one of the things you might go address. And I think it's important to say that um, everyone is eligible to receive one free credit report each year. And they can go to the annualcreditreport.com website and they can pull their credit. And so I think that it's a good idea to, to do that if you know that you're, you know, going to be looking to purchase a home in the next year or six months or whatever the circumstances might be, I think it's a good idea to look ahead and plan and take a look and see what's out there on your credit report. Because, you know, if if there are things that are out there, like Cora said, you know, if you have a utility bill, let's say that you rented a home when you were in college and your landlord was, you know, paying the utility bill or you thought that they were or one of your other roommates was and it didn't get paid if it was reported under your social and your name then you know that can that can be out there okay so let's let's dig into one more question related to this this credit score um, you know people often buy homes together right you know married couples starting a family um, you know you're, you're combining households maybe you're you know having your first and you got to get a bigger get a bigger place move from an apartment and a home. What if my partner's uh, credit score is better or worse than mine? I, how much does that difference does that difference matter? What happens in that case? I think that Marquette has a real advantage for people when they have less than perfect credit. And our advantage is that we are actually looking at each individual. So we will look at you and we will look at your spouse or significant other and we can look at them individually and see exactly where the problems are and if there's something that we need to fix or, you know, if there's another situation that we need to look at, we can look at those situations. So it sounds like everything's very kind of particular. To, it's very personal. Yeah, personal. It's particular in my case. Mm -hmm. The case, which is even more complicated because it's me and my partner and we both have unique circumstances that are being combined in this scenario to buy a home. So what's the best advice? Should we, you know, go online and look for kind of best tips on well, getting ready or? There are, to answer your previous question about um, if there are items that are on a customer's credit report that prevent us from moving forward on a prequalification, uh, we do refer customers to um, a local credit counseling agency that, um, 
it's it's a home ownership counseling is what it's called. Okay, so I don't have to rely on Googling. You'll actually no, send me to correct, some resources. Correct. And uh, so, for example, one of the home ownership counseling agencies that we refer customers to would be the St. Martin Center. And they have a really nice program and they work with customers. Um, you know, if they're trying to work on cleaning up the items that are on their credit report, addressing them. And they also have a really nice home ownership program where they uh, work with customers to, um, I think, inform them about the, the process, what to expect, what to anticipate. So um, I've had some customers work with them through that process, and, and they've been very satisfied with that. Well, let's go the other direction. Let's suppose I don't have much of a credit history. Maybe I bought everything cash. Um what happens then? We use um, a lot of times it'll come back and uh, we'll still submit it like normal. And then if you do have a little bit of credit, maybe you have one piece of credit and it's relatively new, you've just got a credit card or something, It's that is not going to give us enough of a payment history to say, yes, we're ready to take a, a, a chance on you, Sean. But, but it will um, allow us to say, hey, Sean, we know that you have credit history. It's just not being reported. You have items like your cell phone bill that you're paying every month. You pay car insurance every month. Um, you, you rent. So we could get a verification of rent from your landlord and he'll, you know, there's a form that I can give you that he would fill Some out. Other kinds of documentation it's that have shown. Non-traditional. Okay. Yes. So while it's not giving you uh, a score, um, that's why I kind of, People say, what's the lowest score that you can have? Uh, well, I hesitate to say because I don't know what your situation is until we've really sat down and had a had a chat. So come in and talk. Yeah. Well, let me ask about one other kind of credit. I have a lot of it. It's called street credit. How much yeah. will that help me in getting a home? No, not You mean much at what all. you're collecting in your little guitar box? Yeah, well, yeah, no, that's I mean, not, you know, uh... I got a lot of pull around here. Like people, you know, they know me. Yeah. Okay, that won't help street yeah, credit. That cross, is not going to work. Cross that out. Yeah. All right, fine. Well, it sounds like it's pretty easy, you know. Uh, just come in and talk to you. There's no harm. It doesn't affect anything. I can at least find out what I might need to clean up. Um, credit, you know, impacts my ability to get a get a home, but there's no one size fits all um, threshold that I need to meet. I actually have to find out about how my personal situation is going right. to impact my ability. Um, and of course, talking to you is probably the best way to do that. So in closing, uh, you can go to MarquetteSavings.bank to schedule an appointment to have that personalized conversation. You either meet a loan officer face to face or talk to them on the phone. And I hope you'll be able to help them out. In fact, I'm pretty sure you will. This has been the Your Money Counts podcast brought to you by Marquette Savings Bank, an equal housing lender and member FDIC. Mm -hmm.